Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean. My name is Sean Meehan. Oh my god! Hello, Sean Meehan. It's so nice to meet you. I've heard great things about you. I was looking at you while doing the intro, and I was like, "There's Sean." You're like Terminator Vision. Just said like Sean Meehan. Kill. Because I don't want to give away the game, but I never look at you when I do the intro because I know I'll burst out laughing. I always just like look at a different tab. But uh, I mean, really? now, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, here, here I've been making funny faces <laughs> holding up cards saying you're doing great, Connor. <laughs> Sean, this is Hero Zero, where we choose one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points, and we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now, last week you did Madame Webb, um, who is, of course, a Marvel character in the Spideyverse. So what I decided to do this week was a little bit different. Um, now, as I oh. said... I normally do DC characters, but a few months ago, right. you did a little thing with public domain superheroes, Sean. Oh, um, oh, I did. And I did, Connor. We had a bit of, we had a bit of a, a few comments that said they'd love to hear a few more of these absolutely dog shit characters. Yeah, because for people that don't know, these are characters that literally anyone can use. Like the copyright on them has expired. Yeah. So if we could make one of these characters if you want us. Most of these were created like the forties uh, or fifties. After the- Superman, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, and what happens is they've just they came along for like ten issues in the forties and they just haven't been touched and then it's been fifty years, so in the nineteen nineties they all became public domain. Um and what was interesting, it, it was really fun hearing about these are the characters that all got thrown in. Because when Batman, or sorry, when Superman started, every comic book everywhere just threw everything at the fucking wall. Let's see what happens. Just because you might get the next Superman out of it. And yeah. then you de- never have to work again in your life. Uh, but within that, 
there was also a lot of shit. So I thought it might be fun this week because there's fucking hundreds of these really terrible so characters that I would it's choose ridiculous. I would choose another tree that caught my eye this week that were okay. different like from it. your tree Sean okay yeah because if you did the same tree Connor I will be honest that would be a bit awkward <laughs> it'd be lazy <laughs> you just listen to the episode again and just parrot it back Sean send me on your report there on Microsoft Word <laughs> yeah yeah no bother at all no bother at all I only have it on notepad is that alright no <laughs> so Sean we're going to start off uh, with my first character that really made me giggle because a character uh, what I've done here is I've started off with a character I really liked then I've done a small one that I couldn't find a lot of information on but really made me laugh and in the last one, okay. another character that is just weird. Um, okay, I love it. And so we're starting off with a character called Speed Senator. <laughs> <laughs> like the government official, a senator? No, Centaur, if you want to say Oh, like sorry. That. Like a horseman. Like a horseman. Okay. okay. Okay, so let me guess beforehand. Hmm. He's a man who's also a horse and can run. No, he's a billionaire who can transform into a centaur at will. (laughs) Because you have to get into the minds of the public domain creators. Yeah. Has to be a billionaire, first of all. Has to be a transformation sequence. Look, I mean, I will say he mostly generated, like, headlines along the lines of, like, mystery horse tramples 15 more to death. That kind of stuff. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes. <laughs> he also, and this really made me giggle. He also, in every issue, found a way to beat up a bear. <laughs> every issue. How many Almost, issues? Um, I could. I think it's six. I think it's six That's issues. That's too many bears for I, one man to it's beat almost, up. It's almost too many bears. It might be ten or six. But either way, I mean, either way. Each one worse than the last. <laughs> um, so, look, it was a pretty odd strip. And I've, if you want to Google what he looks like, go right ahead. Um, it right. it does it does capture the eye. I mean, it's exactly what you thought it was. It's a man. He's got a lovely white mane past his waist. Um, right. And he's kicking a bear <laughs> in the picture. He is. God, he really is. He's really doing a number on that bear. <laughs> What is happening here? You're not allowed to look it up, because I have to tell you. Um, Sorry. So every issue basically felt like it was written by somebody who had done an awful lot of drugs, but also had possibly hit their head. Um, so okay, good combo. Yeah. Um, like, 90% of everything in the Golden Age comics, of course, not very good. So there was, of course, Plastic Man the Spirit, but there was also Speed Centaur. Um, he debuted in Amazing Mystery Funnies, number 12, in 1939. Um, from Sorry, can I just get the name of the publication one more time? Amazing Mystery Funnies. Amazing Mystery Funnies. <laughs> okay, my, my my three sons, go ahead. <laughs> number 12, my fourth son. <laughs> <laughs> from Centaur, it also came from Centaur Publications. Um, oh, good. Very good. A mascot. Yeah, and tallied a dozen appearances before cantering off into comic book limbo. Now, Centaur <laughs> was a lesser publishing house with a few interesting titles, like Amazing Man and another character we're going to cover uh, later oh. on in this report. 
But mostly, it did not offer very impressive material, Sean. First and foremost. Okay. Um, so we begin the issue, Sean. His origin is very simple. You'll, you'll, you'll catch up. Uh, we begin with a with a guy. He's digging in the Arctic. Okay, and oh, he's just a man. He's he's just digging away in the Arctic, right? After an earthquake that's happened there, and okay. he finds a lone survivor of a race of centaurs. <laughs> okay. I want to be on board, Connor. I really, really do. It's a child. Like, it's... It's it's like a... Let's just hypothetically, if there was an alien that landed in a field and two farmers adopted the child, it's along the lines of that, but it's a centaur that's a baby in the Arctic. Okay. That's all well and good. Hmm. But the, the, did the cent was did the earthquake have something to do with the centaur being there? Was the centaur frozen in ice, a la Captain America? Oh, that will all be explained, Sean. Why he's in, okay. he, why he's there? Um, why he's in the Arctic? Yeah, um, he's he's the lone survivor of a race of centaurs. I don't know how you can't keep to... saying that. <laughs> I'm thinking it'll make sense, Connor. <laughs> Didn't make more sense the second time, no. No, no, okay. I'm afraid not. Um, so the the guy. He finds this baby. He's like, I'm, this is my baby now. <laughs> I'm adopting the baby. No, it's your pet horse is what it is. is so, wait, is it? Is it a little... It's a little centaur. Like, uh, a, a little horse and a little baby body. Yeah. That, that's never been seen before. <laughs> never been seen again. Um, and he homeschools the little critter. And raises him to a strapping young centaur hood, I suppose. And uh, the creature later goes to the big city and becomes... Okay. <laughs> becomes How bully. is this... Is this accepted just by everyone in the in the community and the big city? Are you trying to say that there's discrimination in America in the 1940s? I'm, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> is, this the, is this whole comic a uh, 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 metaphor for, like... Uh, Immigration is that, is that um, what's going on here? I I feel like you might be even giving it that much credit with that sarcastic comment. You've given it too much really? credit there, even with that. Um, so it's like the X Men of its day. I love it. it. Oh, it's, it was this is where the X Men took its its its, its you know its from. inspiration from. Uh, the creature later goes, of course, to the big city and becomes buddy with reporter Real McCoy. <laughs> Real McCoy, that's. A marketing campaign for a bag of chips in Ireland. Uh, it's also probably a name Bob Mortimer would come up with on Would I Lie to You. Um, yes, Mr. Real McCoy. Yeah, Mr. Real McCoy, the journalist. Um, and Real McCoy takes custody of the young creature, who has decided, just just you know, off the back of its own head, to fight crime and injustice for some reason. <laughs> See, what's the, but what's the like call to action like... He's a uh, horse, man. No, he's a centaur. He's in both worlds, which I would get if he was like, oh, I want to stop horse racing. Mm. It's like there's like a tenuous link as to why this man would, ca- this centaur would care yeah. about the big city. But is it just like muggings he's stopping? <laughs> yeah, he's decided crime needs to stop in the city. And he's the one thing or man. What's the general? What's the right how, terminology? The, how many rib cages does a centaur have? First of all, oh, that's actually a very good if, four. Four, 
Four? Well, if we count one on each side... Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's one complete rib cage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, <laughs> two rib cages myself. Yeah, maybe um, two. Yeah. But what's this centaur been doing? Like, how old is he at this point? Ah, he's middle aged. He's forty. No, well, no. Well. Sorry, it's, it's nineteen forty, so he's like 30. twenty is middle aged. He's twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really hard, obviously, to find anything positive about this strip. Um, the art, I will admit, looks like they drew this preliminary sketches and then said we'll get back to that later, and then never did. Um, I did see some like when I was looking for a picture of him. Like it's just like a horse, and then like some color is the background. It's terrible. It's one of those where we'll get back to it. Oh, fuck it. It's due tomorrow. Just put it in. It's fine. Yeah, print it. It's fine. No one will read it anyway. <laughs> Nobody in the story has any, you know, personality. Um, even Horseman, uh, Speed Senator, no personality. Um, now, there's lots of questions that have ra- were, of course, raised. Um, and, of course, there's lots of possibilities that you could have taken with this strip. Because, I mean, that's where our brains go to. Where's the storyline opportunities? Now, how did the yeah. public react to learning that there was a genuine, no fool and centaur right out of mythology galloping around the city? That's, you know, that's a question I've been asking hmm. myself since this report started, Connor. Did biologists run around the world, rushing, di- or did biologists come from around the world to go maybe study him? Maybe he, there was a mass appeal to try and get there. What is this creature? We need to know. What's it like to be this man and not exactly. fully belong to either society? What about his civilization that they later find out is based in the Arctic? Didn't archaeologists race there to ex- excavate and study the area? I assume all of these questions will be answered. None of these are answered or even mentioned. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear, because those are interesting. Well, look, this is the beauty of public domain superheroes. We can invent our own solutions to all of these. <laughs> Real McCoy even apparently has this huge creature visiting his apartment and office in the big city without anyone noticing. <laughs> or do they notice and just not care, is the thing. Because like, there's only bears, they'll get kicked. But this is man, like this is also the last of his species. I'm going to address the bear thing in a second, by the way. Yeah. But this is like he's the last centaur there'll ever be, presumably. <laughs> so other than you know being a centaur, there's absolutely nothing about this man that is special um, in any way. Um, he has a very he's not, not particularly smart. Not smart. He's just the general crime fighter of the forties. He's just he's just kind of a lad who punches a little bit. He's, um, yeah, he's just a man with a goal, and that goal is to stop crime. When he fights crime, the horse half doesn't he seem really to offer any particular advantage, aside from the occasional kick. <laughs> sometimes. But if, like, if you get a hit, like, if you get a kick from a horse, you're gonna die. Like. No, he decides to punch criminals <laughs> with his top half. What is wrong with this man? He's an idiot. <laughs> what happened to his dad who raised him? I just set him off into the city. Like, it's Park Hedge. You just let him loose he's one let, day. He's let him loose. Does, like, there has to be... Is there any other centaurs in comics? Um, uh, not... I imagine, like, a Wonder Woman story or something yeah. there might be. Yeah, there would be. But, I mean, uh, no. <laughs> I thought no of Hawkman, have... but that doesn't count. <laughs> uh, no, that's it. 
But yeah, there's no other centaur in comics, certainly, that has their own comic run. I wouldn't say uh, so. Right, okay. Um, um, what also is interesting, uh, caught my eye, was there's a panel where he puts, uh, he's dressing up in a disguise, and he the, the disguise he rigs up is his human half, he puts on a, a horse costume. Beautiful. And, and That's actually, <laughs> the whole thing is worth it, in my opinion. And then now. he's asked, somebody points out, like, like what is that? And he says, I'm a horse, which confuses a cop. He says the words, I'm a horse. Um, I'm a horse. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel this whole comic was made up for that one bit. Yeah. Where he puts on a horse costume front on top of his centaur body. Now, speed can also fly, Sean. That's probably not mentioned. Um, no, the, you didn't mention it up until now, now, though. Now, of course, the caption suggests he's just leaping, but he also does catch a man falling from an aeroplane at one point and then changes direction in midair. So I would say right. that's more of a leap. It's more of a flying scenario. It's more of an actual... It's more, it's more akin to a Pegasus centaur, you know, which is half man, half horse, half Pegasus. There was also an issue set out in the West where Speed fights his way to become leader of a herd of wild horses. So many questions. See, that kind of story makes sense. Well, how does he feel about horses? Is there a kinship there? Are they his cousins? Does he look down on them as being, you know, mute beasts, lower than his own kind, Sean? For that matter, none of these are answered. God damn it. (laughs) Every time with Speed Centaur, it's more questions. <laughs> that sentence has never been said. <laughs> Every new. time Speed Centaur. <laughs> but like, it, it's, but those are all very valid questions. Like, how does this centaur interact with other horses, other humans? Yeah. Like, can he find love? Now, What's going on? What really caught my story was the last story, um, which came out in 1940. Uh, Real is curious, obviously. Real McCoy, he's a journalist. He's curious about his best pal, Speed Centaur, and where he came from. And he's curious about the civilization that was inhabited by centaurs, <laughs> which you would be. Wouldn't. Aren't we all real? <laughs> <laughs> and Speed, up until this point, you're thinking, okay, well, maybe there's something that's gone on. Speed obligingly takes him there. It says a lot that Speed has never wanted to return to his home, find out about his own origins, or maybe see if there had been another survivor or two. Nope. No curiosity (laughs) at all. None of it. None of it going on. How does... Has he been there since? Since the human found him in the Arctic and Never went back. No need. Never went back. He knew he was there, but he doesn't need it. I'm sure he was too busy focusing on getting to the big city of... (laughs) New York? It's never said. It's never said to be honest. Um, Because I can't imagine this would fly in New York. Speed and Real stand in front of the ruins of Centaur Centaur City and the story ends. What a lovely little end to it. But but where? What? what? Oh, sorry. The Centaur City is underneath the ice. Yeah, the Arctic. Oh, Right, and are centaurs still up, still in there? No, no, it's ruined. Dead? It's obviously ruined, it's ruined. Sean. Don't be stupid. Right. Um, okay, so what happened <laughs> to Centaur City, Connor? He's the last survivor. What kind? Whoa! Fucking war happened. What went on between the centaurs? <laughs> Was it a civil war? Was it an outside source? Yeah. What the fuck? You can't just like. Yeah. 
What happened? I don't know if you're Where asking the right gone? questions. I, I've, I've given you all the information I have. But what? You can't have a city of centaurs on Earth disappear <laughs> mysteriously. It's never and then touched. Just end it there. It's never it's touched. Never touched on <laughs> never, again. Never there's been. There's been nine issues before this of him just pissing around, stopping muggings. <laughs> and he knew there was a city of ruin. <laughs> he, yeah, he's fully aware of all of this. Because he brings real Mackay straight there. He never even, yeah. he never waits around. He doesn't, he's not like, oh, I don't know where it is. He's like, oh yeah, I'll bring you next week. Yeah, it's not like they've been hunting for it throughout the, the, the issues. Oh, how bad. No, he could always get there. That's, was been... it bears? <laughs> <laughs> bears. Bears, and that's why he has this weird vendetta against bears. Polar bears came in and killed all the centaurs. I think it's amazing. The speed centaur didn't catch on. Yeah, you know, in the in in the era when you had like, you know, Superman and a, a, an early Batman, Captain America, Namor. Uh, it's mad that this centaur horseman stopping Petrichrides Namor, didn't. Namor's a fish man. I mean, what's it's fairly close to get to a horse, man. He's, he's half human, half mermaid. Yeah, I suppose. You've got a mermaid. The mermaid itself. Yeah, yeah, a mermaid itself is half fish, half human. So, or a merman. So he's like a quarter he's, fish. So He's only a quarter fish, really. So I think he's mostly a prick uh, based <laughs> on his comics. Just the personality. <laughs> Just in like how he acts around yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, I might be asking too much, but like, is Speed Centaur like a nice guy? Um, or he's generally does he have anything. He's generally fine. Um, he, right. he doesn't like crime, Sean. I've, I think I've explained every part of his personality to you one step by That's one such, step. Yeah, he doesn't like crime for some reason. Yeah, he's got. Like, he's no, against okay. crime. Yeah, I'm against crime mostly mm. as well, but like. Most if you're people. actively... Yeah, yeah, some crime is fine. Little crimes. Little insignificant crimes Murder. that don't hurt anyone. No, no, you can't trick me again, Connor. <laughs> After the FBI came in the last time, not again. But, like, I just... I mean, if, like, his human father had been killed, mm. maybe I'd get why he'd have such a, a vendetta against crime. Torn- a, a tornado. Mm. Tornado. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sean, we're going to have to move on because I have a small character that I want to get to before we get to the last character. Um, okay. And my small character that I wanted to cover, I couldn't find any more information on this fucking character as hard as I tried in the whole of the internet. Nothing exists except for a few pages <laughs> on Dopey Danny Day, Sean. Um, Dopey Danny Day? Dopey Danny Day. Um, now, Dopey Danny, he was a reporter with no notable talents who badly lost every single fight shot. Um, and the closest thing he had to a personality was mostly how he suffered two concussions every page, mostly, to be honest. Wow. That's an impressive record. <laughs> but in one issue, possibly because his brain could no longer register trauma, it occurred to him that he could turn his life around if he answered every single question with a headbutt to the dick. <laughs> what? That's like... What? That, 
that's a very inefficient means of attacking the dick as well. Here's the thing, though. He realised he can't suffer head trauma anymore. His head is too full. Like he's he's lit the limit of head trauma, so he's going to solve crime by just head button boys. What? What? Like so? Is a superhero named Dickhead? No, it's Dopey Danny Day. That's worse than Dickhead mm. somehow. Um, after the event, Danny leapt head first into everything. Sometimes he hit a dick, and things went his way. And other times he hit something harder, and, and lost a little bit more spinal fluid within the fight. <laughs> <laughs> what the f- Are you taking the piss? Is no. this something you've made up, genuinely? No. Search for Dopey Danny Day. But does it say in this article, like, that he headbutts people in the dick? Yes, there's a picture of him headbutting a man in the dick. It's one of the oh, pages. Oh, I, I know what's going on the Instagram this week. Don't be Danny What Day. the fuck? He's in, like, a martial arts costume. Or is that, like, a, an old-timey suit that he's wearing? I think it's an old-timey suit. Um, and then there's one with him getting a plant plot dropped on him. Yeah. What is this? Who did this? Overnight, this comic went from a waste of everyone's time to the life and death struggles of a man who could only drive full power at dicks and hope for the best. Can he not just headbutt people, though? Yeah, but he. what's the most effective place to headbutt someone? The dick, of course. The dick? Yeah, yeah. You're entirely right. What if... What if women can be criminals too, Connor? If it's the 40s. All about equality here. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> I like the lads in the Wait. 40s going, there's no women that do crime. This is, I think we're, like, forgetting, this is the 40s. Yeah. There's a war on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, they would have won way faster. A few dicks to the, bo- like, a few dicks, a few, few headbutts to the dicks, mm-hmm. game over. A few dick butts, if you will. A few dick butts. Uh, Sean, I no was just bringing dicks. you Dopey Danny Day because he just headbutts people in the dick. That's the worst. That's legitimately the worst character that's ever been featured he on He either show. wins or he loses some spinal fluid. I mean, it's ifs and buts, you know what I, I mean? That's a finite amount of fight spinal fluid that anyone has, though, right? Not Danny. Danny was winning loads of fights, though. With his headbutt and dick technique, yeah, 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 yeah. But like the day he comes up against, I don't know, a cup, a, ma- a cup, yeah, or like anyone in any kind of defensive armor, like you're Danny Day is Danny Dead at that point. Do you know what he kind of probably would want that? <laughs> I think he's genuinely just concussed so hard, yeah, that like maybe this is all just a dream as he's bleeding out on the pavement. I mean, this, this, I, could, I couldn't find fucking anything other than that one small article, but that character exists. I've seen the panels. They thought that was a good idea. Um, that comic book sold. Um, Sean, we're finishing off our public domain characters with quite possibly the strangest one I've ever seen in my life. Um, okay, here Now, Danny Day caught my eye because it was funny. This one is just weird uh, because I have the eye. Oh... Is this any relation to the orb, Connor? I thought you might be interested, because you love characters that have weird eye shapes on their costumes. 
eye shapes on costumes, weird shapes for heads. Mm. It's it's my jam with comic books. Now the eye instead is just a big eye. <laughs> oh, tell me more. <laughs> the eye was the creation of Golden Age artist Frank Thomas, um, and. So, here's the thing. No record seemed to exist to clarify whether the eye was entirely created by Thomas or was co-created in tandem with some obscure comic writing hack back in the day, Sean. Um, Just demolishing this man's career before he even exists. I I don't think he wants his name on this. Um, (laughs) It was Stan Lee. (laughs) (laughs) It was Bill Finger, Stan Lee, working together. Um, if that were, I mean, look, it's a bit, of, it's an eye, and it's a giant body part with no distinct personality beyond a fervent desire for, you know, justice. Um, of course, yeah, Def- the eye wants justice, that's a fine statement to make. So the eye was one of the oddball characters that turned up before the concept of superheroes had become fixed, really. Um, its origin, never explained. Uh, the eye was a huge floating eye that sometimes appeared wreathed in flame. At other times, it was invisible to everyone, but the patron it had chosen to aid and or harass into doing the work of justice. What? This is just a big sentient eye yeah. that chooses whether to be naughty or nice to someone. Covered in flames. only they can see it sometimes covered in flames. Yeah. This is some weird biblical shit, isn't it? The eye also like to speak to evildoers, making pronouncements about their doom. Of course. <laughs> like, that's, that's fucked, though, because that's like... He's, he's taunting them, the eye. <laughs> the eye has some element of vindictiveness to him. Um, while in one instance shown on the cover of Keen Detectives uh, blasting aliens invading via parachute... In the stories, the eye was mostly content to just spy invisibly on evildoers. And at least, I mean, and this is where it really, really gets weird. Um, there was one or two issues where he was also invisibly spying on nightgown-clad women. Um, just Spy God. I mean... This eye's... This eye's a, a, a pervert. <laughs> Yes, no, you're like your honour. That eye is a pervert. <laughs> like, oh, man. It's, why? What? That's a really weird thing to introduce. Hmm. Like, that's just that's solely for the guy writing the comic book, right? Well, here's the thing. This is where his power comes from because he sees people doing bad stuff. And then, like wearing nightgowns. And then, <laughs> um, and then he informs either the physical hero of the story, um, a different hero, um, right. or, you know, he scares the bad guys into doing some rash action to kind of turn about their lives. I see. Okay, so he's, he's like whispers in their ear kind of a thing. It was never revealed who or what the eye was or why he was so concerned with justice. However, the opening text of the stories at times hinted that it might just be a ratful eye of God or something very like it. That's a... I mean, I guess, like... It, look, wouldn't fly nowadays. Definitely wouldn't happen. But, like, 1940? Yeah, you're fine with that shit. It was shit. a flying eyeball. Um, Big flying eyeball. And it was on fire. 
<laughs> and it told people to stop doing bad shit. Look, look, uh, editor, the giant flying eyeball that knows everything and can do anything. What's missing from that one story? God, what if it was? What if it was on fire, Tom? Also, it can melt solid steel. Of course. <laughs> course it can melt solid steel that's a very specific power for an eye eye to have the eye was a magical being to whom time and distance are nothing Um, this just sounds like some kind of god yeah they've created god I think they just made a god but all he does is snitch on criminals (laughs) and perv on women (laughs) yes I mean what like if you want to go the god angle, right, and, like, lean into that, that's fine. You can't also have him be a peeping Tom. <laughs> like, those two can't go together. <laughs> and here's the thing. It was just there. It turned up every now and then. No explanation was ever given to where it came from or what it, what it was made of. Um, it seemed to have skin. Even some eyelashes attached to it, which is even weirder. Um, even weirder. Yeah, just, you know, generally, go on. Oh, if we were to bring this into the modern day, right, you could do you do it as like Marvel cosmic bullshit, whatever. But there needs to be another character called the mouth and another called the nose. And then maybe another the eye. Yu-Gi-Oh. And they have like an... Ev- you Exodia, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking they have like an Avengers team up called the Face, <gasps> and like then that—that's when they like. Are, and like, they'd face the face. hand. They'd face the hand. Yes, the Ninja Clan. <laughs> yes, the, the face is like this weird demon to the Hand Clan, and they're like, no, we don't, we don't go after them. And then I oh, have to assemble the face to defeat. Oh no, the it's hand. the foot. <laughs> From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's the tummy tum. Or what if, right, the face is worshipped by the hand. Oh fuck. And so you have to talk to the hand because yes. the face, Connor, it, listen- it ain't listening. It ain't listening. It ain't listening. Oh fuck. Stan Lee, Bill Finger. <laughs> the two of them <laughs> What are you up this. to, lads? <laughs> <laughs> they need to get back on this. Um, <laughs> look, I feel like... Also, the eye was assisted by a human named Jack Barrister uh, because he was about justice. So, of course, Jack. Of course, he, re- he really found his calling, didn't he? Yeah, um, <laughs> he was a criminal. Jack was, um, <laughs> but mass murderer. <laughs> mass murderer <laughs> was against Peepa Tom's though. <laughs> yeah, he had his line. He had his limits. <laughs> he brought the eye to justice. What kind of gratification does the eye get out of doing such peeping, though? Because I have a lad I'd like to headbutt into him. <laughs> yeah. Now, that would be a fight for the ages. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's Dopey Danny versus the, the, eye. the eyes. The eye, yeah. And you don't, you never, like, you don't want to poke yourself in the eye. So imagine you get headbutted in the eye. That's true, but Dopey Danny does exclusively work with dicks, though, so... Mm, that's true, he doesn't know what to do. Might be... Might be convinced when he sees the eye and he just like panics. He headbutts his own dick. <laughs> to be fair, if you seen an eye covered in flames coming towards you, telling you you're in doom, you'd put you'd headbutt your own dick. 
Oh, absolutely. Just to get out with things. Yeah, just to distract myself. <laughs> so, Sean, that's my three public domain superheroes for the week. I love when we do these episodes mm. because as mad as modern comics are and as bullshit as they are, they'll never be this bad again, will they? No, like I mean, this it, level of- it's literally a case of nobody just said no to them. And anyone that did say no to, they normally got like at least 10 issues because they didn't have any ideas. And da- yeah. now we get to insult them that they even got 10 issues. Yeah, and like, look, and we're all for like, no one knew what comics were at the time. Like, comics used to be brand new in like the 40s. So they were just trying things and that's fine. But surely anyone can look at these objectively and say, that's not a good idea. I mean, I think Danny has some potential. Um, Also the centaur, if, you know, they did anything. Yeah, if the look if the centaur story paid off in any way, I might think differently about it. Mm. But it's just it's such a it's such a flat ending for such a shit character. Um, but yeah, Danny v Thanos is what I want to say. <laughs> He'd win. He'd win. Like it's just swift one two, and there we go. Infinity War like avoided. The, he's like one and done. He does his one move, and if the guy other guy gets back up, he's just like, oh fuck. Yeah, because like, even if he does get headbutted in the dick, he's not out for the count. Like, no, like he just, he's like, oh, that really hurt. And you're like, ah. But then like two minutes later, like, I'm going to continue murdering people, Danny. And, and now I'm angry about the fact that you headbutted me in the dick. <laughs> um, Sean, would you like to take us out? Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. We will be back on Monday with Movie Mondays, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, and next Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. Big thanks to everyone for continuing to support us over on Patreon. We really do appreciate everyone who uh, is a patron of us over there. There's a link to that in the description. Also, other ways to support the show are by going onto Twitter at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Heroes for Hire Podcast or Detective Divilman's Discussion Group, whichever one you prefer. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And also, whatever podcast platform you're listening on, if you could leave a like and a review or a comment or anything at all, um, just engage with the show on there. It does help us with the algorithm, helps get us in front of more listeners. Um, but the absolute best way to ever help out the show is to just tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I have been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mean. And we shall talk to you next <laughs> Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.